This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase reporting from Commodity Classic in Houston. Wildfires are hitting the Texas Panhandle about 600 miles to the northwest of the annual gathering, scorching nearly 700,000 acres of land. A good chunk of the torched acreage is used for cattle grazing, leading to lost feed for cattle and endangering the livestock that are able to live through the fiery season. Farm Service Agency Administrator Zach Ducheneau says he expects USDA officials to work quickly to address the losses. We need to be looking at triggering the assistance that we've got. And we're going when it's so clearly evident in something like the wildfires that you saw in the news, we, we can get there. We don't have to wait on processes, so we're going to work with our SED here and try to trigger through an administrator's physical loss notice that will make emergency loans available. Encourage all of our producers to make sure that they're documenting losses as painful as it is because we need that documentation to be able to come in for the livestock that were lost. FSA is expecting to address losses, but Ducheneau says just how much work is ahead of the agency and affected producers is still up in the air. We haven't heard anything because a lot of them happened throughout the day yesterday and overnight. Uh, Those reports will start to roll in. I'm sure our CEDs are out there in the countryside tallying it up, taking calls from producers. Producers are encouraged to call in as soon as they think they've identified a loss. Let us know so we can start to get our mind around what we're going to need in order to bring resources to bear there to help. Ducheneau says he hopes to see a lack of government funding not complicate the agency's response. Hopefully we can have that appropriation bill passed so that our staff can be there to work Monday because producers in northern Texas and across the country are going to have nobody to call if that doesn't happen. On that front, details are emerging of a potential compromise that would avoid Friday's government funding deadline. House Speaker Mike Johnson has pitched an idea to move the current deadlines of this week and next to give negotiators a little more time to determine spending and policy language in a government funding bill. Instead, a bill to fund USDA, FDA, and other departments would be due next Friday, March 8th. Several other departments would need a funding fix by March 22nd. Leaders on both sides of the aisle emerged from a meeting yesterday at the White House optimistic a shutdown could be avoided. No word just yet on if Johnson's proposed framework will be the path to making that happen. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest. Finally today, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack was on Capitol Hill for a hearing before the Senate Ag Committee. The nation's top ag official defended his goals to find additional ways to use the Commodity Credit Corporation to assist producers. There's a tendency on the part of folks to think that the Farm Bill is the only thing that we should be focused on. There really is, there's the budget, there's the Farm Bill, there's the IRA, and there's a CCC, and I think all of those basically can, can work collaboratively together to try to address the issues uh, that divide uh, you, you all on, in terms of a farm bill today. One such way Vilsack used the fund last year was the Regional Agricultural Promotion Program, which expanded the amount of available trade promotion funding for American farm groups. Vilsack says that program is a good way to find new trade markets. The key here is to encourage diversification of market opportunities uh, so that we're not, as I said earlier, over-reliant on a single market. We saw what happened when the trade war occurred several years ago. Uh, Commodity prices tanked and uh, there was a substantial amount of CCC money that was used to bail farmers out. I'm pretty sure people don't want to see a return to that. 
Vilsack also defended the use of Inflation Reduction Act conservation funding, saying USDA is already investing the dollars with more on the way out the door soon. There was a record number of NRCS contracts entered into uh, as a result of the IRA, over uh, 45,000, I believe, between 45 and 48,000. Uh, having said that, there were significantly greater numbers of people applying for those resources, which is why we're excited about the opportunity this year to meet uh, additional need. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for more from Vilsack's trip to Capitol Hill. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bill, Labor, Trade, and Taxes. Get deep insights from Farm Bureau economists on these priorities and more. Go to fb.org slash market intel. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from Commodity Classic in Houston, Spencer Chase, Agripulse.